Welcome to Real Estate Power Talk, hosted by Blake Hawkins and Jessica Holcomb. And our podcast is about all things real estate, retail, investing, marketing, anything that has to do with buying or selling real estate in today's day and age. And we share it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but mostly just our successes. This is a shortcut, folks. This is it. Okay. And today we're going to talk about short sales and foreclosures. But we got hope for you, folks. <laughs> we are here to rescue the day. You know, I, I ended up getting a, a certification on um, distressed properties. And at the time, you know, it was back in, I think, 2009 or 2010 when the market crashed and, you know, I was thinking, oh, this will be good. You know, I need to know this. And um, once I got everything I needed to to learn, you know, I went through a couple of short sales processes and it was very, very tedious and it was very, um, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, you know, it was, it was just very frustrating actually. Um, to deal with the banks and their processes. And back then, they really didn't have that many processes in place, you mm. know? And so it was very difficult to get anything done because they would have a stack like three feet high of files. And unless you call them every single day, which this still rings true to today, if you don't call every single day and check on the file, they can literally halt it and say, oh, we're, we can't read page seven, and they will not call you. They won't let you know, and the, the clock keeps ticking. So the whole point of bringing this up is, you know, um, dealing with short sales, helping clients complete a short sale tips and before it forecloses, um, you know, there, there's some things that you got to do to make it happen. Um, and so today we kind of want to talk about some of those experiences and, you know, I know you, when you're calling your, um, pre foreclosure list, yes. these people, some of them have tried to do a short <clears throat> sale, yes. right? Yes. Like you just talked to somebody today that tried to apply for the short sale process and then she ran out of time. Correct, and she, um, I think she, she lost their house yesterday right. in the auction. Yeah. Yes, and she didn't even know. She didn't even know it. Yeah, it's terrible. That, this is the sad part, though, is that they go through this. They think that they're going to get a notice. They think they're going to get results. Um, and this this lady, I'm talking to her, and I pull up her address, and her home was foreclosed on May 27th, and then. It was up on the auction block yesterday. June 4th. And it didn't sell. It went back to the beneficiary, but still, she did not know that. She had no idea that her home was gone, you know? And she still had her stuff in there. So I was like, oh my gosh, you got to get your stuff out. Because they could literally come and put a lockbox on any day, and then you're done. And they just take possession and you don't have that house anymore, you know? And so, um, you know, I feel like in those instances, you know, what is, what is the best route for a client to go? You know, because there's, 
you know, their lender will give them like three choices and they'll say, hey, you know, you can apply for a loan modification or you can apply for a short sale or you can just sign over the house deed in lieu of of foreclosure. So instead of us foreclosing, just sign over the deed to us, basically, is what they want to do because they save money on attorney's fees and stuff like that. So um, about how many percentage-wise would you say that you talk to people um, that are trying or would be interested in doing a short sale? Uh, You know, I I would say from my experience... Majority of the people want to stay in their home, um, which is completely understandable. So, you know, a lot of times, I, and I could be wrong, I don't have data, I don't have any logical data here. This is what, from what I experience, most people probably their first option would be, you know, they maybe a loan lot modification, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's probably you're going to be your first choice. Um, you know, it, it's because you want to stay in your home, you don't want to want to have to deal with all that. Yeah. Um, and then, and then a short sale. It to me is it's look, you know, or you go with an investor. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have enough equity in the house. Yeah. You know, if you have enough equity in the house, you're basically going to trade some of your equity. Excuse me, you're going to trade some of your equi- equity away. You're going to actually kind of give some of your equity away to to prevent a foreclosure. Right. And so that's going to be an option. That's obviously something for myself. You know, when I call pre foreclosures, that's an option I'm giving people. Um, And then eventually soon I'll be able to give them the short sale option. Yeah. But like about how many people would you say that you talk to? Because, okay, so here's here's the rules for short sales and how you get approved. So you have to apply with your mortgage company and you have to have a hardship of some sort. And what they view as hardships is divorce, loss of job, illness, Right. like somebody's ill and they can't work. Like let's say you got cancer and you're taking treatments and you can't work and then now you have all this debt from the cancer treatments. You know, that's a hardship in the bank's eyes. And so they will approve your application for a short sale if you have a hardship. You know, what would you say percentage-wise... Is that would would fit that group of people? Hardship. I mean, I would say maybe maybe thirty percent. Thirty. Yeah. Only. I mean, look. I, I would say it's higher. Okay, listen. Like I said, I don't have data here. From what I've experienced, you know what? I'm sorry. Maybe maybe it might be more. I have come across a lot of people losing their jobs. Yeah. So I think a lot of times someone will lose their job. And look, if you lose your job, if you're if you're on a, a seventy thousand dollar income salary, and you bought a, a a house accordingly to that salary, and all of a sudden you're let go, you know that can really be hard for your for a family and a household to to, to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, you know what, if the numbers are probably higher than that. But I've I have come across people where, you know, maybe they just went to Vegas too many times. You know, well, I mean, it happens, right? Obviously, and then you do come across a lot of people that inherit properties. Inherited properties, of course. So they don't care about it. They're not invested. Exactly, and and, and that's something that I've just dealt with in in, uh, in Waller. We're finally closing on it, uh, June twenty first. Thank goodness, <laughs> it's been a long deal. And this was uh, an inherited property, and, and it was in the foreclosure process. Um, but because of a prior 
home equity loan, mm-hmm. right? So, the, yeah, inherited properties and are going to have share the details of that one because that kind of got a little crazy, where the seller wanted to sue the bank. No, she did. <laughs> she sued. She what? did sue. Oh, so she yeah. she sued the bank to make them pay her less money, but then the buyer wanted to sue her because she kept asking for extensions. Correct. And in the state of Texas, a seller can never cancel the contract. Correct. They cannot. They have to to sell the house. If a seller signs a contract with a buyer, the seller has to sell their home. Otherwise, the buyer can sue for performance. That's right. And win. And win, yeah. And win. And so then they would have to pay their attorney's fees, the the buyer's attorney's fees, and the broker commission's. And so they may as well just go ahead and sell the house because then they won't have to pay all these additional fees. <laughs> Correct. And and this situation was, um, you know, it was it was tough. It, you know, the seller. Um, obviously, you know, seller's not a, she's not a, a real estate professional, so she she's doing the best that she can with the knowledge that she has. And we tried to educate her, um, but she wanted to. She felt like the home equity loan, which was against the property, was not legit. Now. <laughs> Look, you know, obviously, <laughs> right? It was legit. It was, but that was her strong, strong belief. Uh-huh. And we advised her not to sue the the lender because it's going to end up, um, well, it's going to end up slowing the process. But then it could eventually maybe cost her more money, mm-hmm. and and that's exactly what happened. And uh, unfortunately, um, it wasn't going in a good direction. And so she she finally came around, and and we're, we got the deal done, and we're going to be closing on June twenty first. We've been working on this deal since the end of January. <laughs> um, but you know it is what it is, and sometimes these things happen. But yeah. I think a lot of short sales and pre foreclosures and these short sale opportunities pop up with inherited properties. But a lot of it is hardship, mm-hmm. divorce, things like that. And and, and you know um, when those situations happen, and income income stops coming in, and but but you got to pay the monthly bills, and you're not able to pay pay your 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 mortgage. Um, you know. It's tough, man. You yeah. know, so short sales are a great um, option for people. Yeah. You know, great option. They really are, but you have to have time, though. You have you to have enough time to get them approved. Um, we, we actually were, were working with someone on, on one of these, and we ran out of time. And it's it sucks for all parties yeah. because you do all this work. You're calling the lender every day. They're telling you, yeah, we need this. We need that. You get it to them. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, sorry, it's denied. It's too late, you know, and it's up on the auction block. So, you know, you know, in the state of Texas, they can foreclose in 90 days. We are actually one of the fastest states in the country of foreclosure, you know, time wise. And so um, that being said, you know, you have to move really fast. Yeah. And so one of the lessons that I learned recently in today's market, you know, because 10 years ago when the market was crashing and short sales were a new thing, you know, and for those of you that don't understand what a short sale is, it's basically the lender, um, let's say, okay, so let's say that somebody bought their home two years ago and they don't have any equity in Here, let's, let's do a real life, not real life, but, a, a, you know, so, so say I bought a house. Okay. okay. I, I bought a house uh-huh. and I haven't made payments on it in six months. Okay. So 
for sure that then you can apply for a short sale because they won't even look at your file unless you stop making mortgage payments. I'll stop making payments. So yep. let's say that you lose your job and it's because you got it and then you got a divorce so nobody can make the mortgage payments. You could qualify for a short sale, but you have to call your bank and you have to apply for it. Um, if you apply for a short sale and you're still making um, payments, they won't even look at it. They're not going to do anything because they're you're you're making payments, you know. So the worst thing about the short sale is you have to stop making payments, which of course dings your credit, but it doesn't ding it as bad as a foreclosure, right? So. That being said, first of all, you have to have the hardship. You have to stop making payments. Then you have to apply, and they ask you to fill out all of this financial information, and they want to know. Should I should I get a real estate agent to help me with that? Absolutely. The other thing that they're going to look for is they want to see a history of you trying to sell your home for market value. And if you can't sell your home for market value and you have steady price reductions with no offers that will make them realize, oh, well, we can't, we can't sell the house either, even if we got the house back. So why don't we go ahead and try to, to short sell it? And basically short sale means that the lender will approve for the seller to sell the home to a new buyer short of what they owe on the mortgage you know, and any other fees. So I think the problem actually with that deal that we were just working on is that their first lien was very low. Mm -hmm. And so they didn't care about that $4,400 HOA fees. And they didn't care about any of that because those people don't have first lien position holder. You know, they're, they're not holding the first position. So it doesn't even matter. They don't even get anything anyway. Yeah. So they just were worried about that first lien, you know, and so anyways, even though I got a contract on the property for $143,000, they put it up on auction and sold it for $118,000, which doesn't make any sense to any of us because we're like, you could have had $143,000, Yep. you know, but they didn't care because they got their bottom line that the, what they needed, right. you know? And so you have to be careful too. Um, as far as like how the bank's going to look at it and are they going to care about, you know, because they don't care about paying realtor commissions and they don't care about paying back taxes and all these other things. They just want their money. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, and, um, you know, that was, that was a tough situation. I know. You know, I mean, it was, it was a surprise. It was a heartbreaker. But um, okay. So let's say you apply, they're going to ask you to fill out like all this paperwork on your finances and they're going to want to know like, how much money do you have in your bank account? How much money do you make now? Do you have a new job? What's your hardship? Is there any other parties responsible for this property? You know, they're going to ask you all these questions. And so you have to answer them very honestly. Um, the other thing is they're going to want to know the condition of the property, you know? And so you're going to want to paint a picture of like, okay, this house is in a shamble, you know, because otherwise they're going to be like, oh, no problem. We could sell it immediately. It's no big deal. You know? So you want to have, you don't want to have professional photos taken. You want to have trash laying around. You kind of want to make the property look a little bit downhill, yep. you know, and this is, these are tips that you learn in school. When you learn about short sales, you have to do what the bank is going to want to see to make it happen. 
you know? And so I'm not saying that you have to go around and damage the property or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, don't pick up that day. (laughs) Yeah. Leave the trash out, you know, take some pictures, you know, and you want to point out the flaws. So if there's rotted wood or a broken window or, you know, um, a tree on the house, you're going to want to take pictures of that and send it to the lender, you know? (laughs) And so then once the seller gets approved and they're like, okay, you don't make money, you have a hardship, we are going to approve this, then you can go ahead and submit a contract, you know? And once you submit a contract to the lender, then they will halt the foreclosure process mm. but or postpone the foreclosure. But the only way that they will postpone the foreclosure is, first of all, if you're approved for the short sale, and then second of all, You have to have a contract on it. Now, usually we're not dealing with a whole lot of time because we're in the state of Texas and three months is not that much time to make all this happen. And a lot of times we don't catch it until it's already like two months out or a month and a half out, you know? So like, what's the fastest way to get it done, you know? And so my next advice or lesson that I learned is to always talk to a supervisor ASAP. Whatever you can do to get a supervisor to look at the file the, the fastest, you know, that's the best way because the people answering the phone on a regular basis don't know what's going on. They're just like probably 50 people in a room taking calls, yep. you know, and they're really, eating Domino's pizza at lunch. They really don't know what's going they don't on. Know what's and going so on, man. you have to get a supervisor to look at it, to right. review things right away, you know, but, um, you know, I think, I think those are the, the main things, especially like if, if you're a realtor or an investor, like, let's say you're an investor and you're like, Oh, here's a short sale situation. I'm not licensed. What you could do is refer it to an agent that you do business with that, you know, is familiar with short sales and receive a marketing fee for that. Absolutely. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or if you're, you know, if you're a homeowner and, and you do have equity, you know, I mean, just sell it to, sell it to me, sell it to an investor. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, look, it's, yeah. it's the fastest way. It, it's super fast. And well, as long as you're paying off, um, the balance, that balance of the, the note, then the lender doesn't care, you know, right. just sell it. And then, I mean, you're, you're in foreclosure and you owe a hundred grand and, you know, say the, you know, an investor like myself offers you a hundred just to pay it off and you get to walk away and you don't have a foreclosure on your credit. That might, that might be the best option. You know, it's mm-hmm. very, it's very neutral. You get to walk away and start free without having anything ding your credit for X amount of years. And depending on the equity, you might even be able to get a thousand or two thousand dollars moving money. Right, you might get a little bit of money in your pocket too. That way, you can you can walk away with a little bit of cash. So, that's always an option. And obviously, investors like myself, those are good properties to, to people to talk to because um, it, you know it could be good investments for us, but also you're we're helping solve a problem mm-hmm. for somebody else that's in a, a, a stressful situation and. and so, you know, there's all kinds of ways you can go about this. But the main thing is, you know, the bottom line is don't let a foreclosure happen. Do not let a foreclosure happen. Get Do something, whether you get with a real estate agent and you do a short sale, whether you get with an investor and you let them buy your property. Um, just do something because the last thing you want is a, is a foreclosure on your credit. And um, there's nothing positive that comes from that. 
No. Nothing positive. You walk away, you got a ding on your credit, it's a serious ding. And and you all that all that money you invested into what could have been an asset once you liquidate is it's just gone. Mm-hmm. It's money and gone. And then you can't buy another house for a few years and that's this that's to me, that's like jail. You yeah. know, like if I can't buy a house, I, f- I would be so sad. But <laughs> well, I mean, because it leaks over into your other financials. I mean, so yeah. it's and just... It's, you know, to live in this day and age, if you have bad credit, um, it makes it very difficult for you to do things, you know, um, buy things, buy a car even, or, uh, you know, I mean, it, it just makes it difficult for you to borrow money if you needed to borrow money. Correct. So don't let, in the moral story, don't let a foreclosure happen. Contact somebody. Contact me. Contact Jessica. 713-882-1188-346-256-5060. Man, I know numbers. Come on, man. (laughs) 346-256-5060. 713-882-1188. Contact us. Short sale. (laughs) I'll buy your property. Cash. Investor. Um... And, and, let's, and let's stop it, man. You know what? I mean, here's the thing. Like, this lady, you know, she didn't even know that her house was up for auction yesterday. And um, it seems like these banks are so busy, they don't even t- have time to, like, really communicate with people about the process or what's going on. So, you know, also calling us because we can help you navigate through some of this, you know, and then find you other housing options and stuff like that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. Definitely. All kind of options out there. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And then if it goes to auction and nobody bids on it, then it, it basically, um, I think they either put it on the market or it becomes an REO or they put it on an online bid system, you know? And so, um, you know, there's there's a lot of, I mean, like that that bank that sold that house at auction for $118,000, I mean, I was so shocked because we actually had a contract in hand for 143 With Somebody proof was, of funds. With proof of funds, yeah. And they, they still wouldn't halt or postpone the foreclosure and so that goes to show like auction you can get some really good deals you at can. auction absolutely <laughs> yeah for sure i told blake i was like man let's go to the yeah. auction <laughs> well, we're going next month yeah. that first tuesday we're gonna be there <laughs> yeah cash in hand let's go <laughs> i want that house right there <laughs> but you got to do your research you and do. make sure you know what you're buying yeah, absolutely yeah. So anyhow, um, yeah, short sales are an option. One of the things with the loan modification, though, I think is um, it it tricks people into thinking, oh, my payment's going to be less for a long time, but it's not. They actually will give you a short-term loan of money to pay your payments and it makes your payment either lower or not at all. Or they'll say, oh, well, you don't have to make your payments for like three months, you know? And then what will happen is the people, then they'll reinstate the loan again and they raise the payment. Yeah. So it actually gets you into more trouble. Um, it's supposed to be a break, but it's not. It, it, it actually can put people into foreclosure faster. Right, right. 
you know, so, so be careful be with careful that. careful with the low modifications. I actually had a friend do that and, you know, because it was Harvey and everybody had all this damage. And so the banks sent out a letter and they said, Hey, if you were affected by Harvey, you may qualify for low modification. And so they went for it. They're like, yay, cool. We can get a break. And they were like, we didn't have to make mortgage payments for three months. But then guess what? Our mortgage payment doubled and three months later, and we didn't know that was going to happen. And now we're like struggling and it was like a big thing. And so make sure you read and understand everything you're doing in, in any type of arrangement that you make with your lender. Absolutely. You know, know the, the details for sure. And the big picture. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, otherwise just call Blake. Call me three four six two five six five zero six zero. Call Blake up and he will buy. Let's the get house it done that day. I'm ready. Let's go. Or the, maybe the next day. Maybe the next day. Maybe maybe the day after. But we're gonna get it done. <laughs> yes. So, anything else you want to add for foreclosures and short sales? Don't let it happen. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Don't let it happen. Don't wait so long. Don't wait so long. Be proactive. Confront the beast. I think what I have seen with a lot of foreclosures, people bury their head in the sand. And look, and I'm not saying it's easy, okay? I'm not going to pretend that it is. I've never been through a foreclosure. I don't know what that's like, but I'm I'm sure it can be very hard. And you might want to naturally bury your head in the sand, but man, it ends up killing you in the end. Because in the end, you come out and you're like, okay, I got to do something. And it's too late. It's too late. And you may have had options. You had options, yeah. You would have, you know... Answered Blake's phone call. That's it. Answer my call, man. <laughs> Come on. Answer my... Give me a text, something. Email. <laughs> okay. Come on. All right. Well, hopefully these tips and stories shared will help you guys when you're um, facing foreclosure, if you have clients or if you're an investor dealing with a short sale or foreclosure um, situation coming up, um, you know, because it does... Um, cause a lot of stress in the in the whole situation and um, understanding the process understanding how fast you need to work is is probably the number one key that you need to remember absolutely so anyhow well hopefully you guys have a great week and we will talk to you next time adios